0: Welcome to the podcast for WGTS 91.9's Gateway Fellowship, a weekly service for anyone of any faith that is ultimately about inspiring hope. You can learn more and find more messages like this at MyGatewayFellowship.com.
1: I'm just always so just happy when I see y'all here, and I just know in my heart that God just has brought you here for a reason. And I, and that's the The older I get, the more that I see and understand that God is in control, not us. And there's so many times, as many of you know, that we are the ones who try to make it that we're in control, but it really is God. Our message today is a very uh, quick message. It won't be that long. But it's simply entitled, Let me repeat that. Our message is simply entitled, shh. When you hear that, that is just a nice way to say, what, Preethy? Shut up. (laughs) How many had teachers or parents that would say, don't ever say that word, shut up? I know I was one of those. But friends, I'm convinced that sometimes that's what God wants to say to us. That we are so busy talking, doing, moving, planning that God just wants to tell us just, you know what, just be quiet for a minute. Stop. Just stop. You can't even hear me because you are so busy with your own stuff that you don't even understand what I have in store for you. Our message today is going to be very quick, as I said earlier, but I'm going to ask you to just bow your heads with me, and I thank Pastor Pete so much for that prayer. Dear Lord, I just asked a favor today, and that is that you will just use me, dear Lord, take self out of Terry, and help me to remember if there's anything good in me, it's because of you. And so, Lord, we just simply lift you up here today. Nobody else but you. You're the only one who can cure, fix, all that stuff. And so we're just asking you to take control of this service. In your name we pray. Amen. I have three simple points here today um, that we're going to talk about. The very first point is this. God's voice may not be what you think. Let me repeat that. God's voice may not be what you think. You see, so many times we try to put God in a box and we expect him to work a certain way and maybe in the past he has done something that way and so we get stuck because we think he has to do it that way again in order for him to do what he has to do. But friends, I'm here to say that we serve a big God. A God that is bigger than any box that we can put him in Any situation that we can face, he's a big, awesome God. And that's why I love this here. It says that God's voice may not be what you think. I had an aunt. In fact, she was just a very extreme close member of our family uh, back in Oregon. When I was a little boy growing up, Sue was her name. But what was interesting about Sue was this. Is that Sue had a certain sickness And and, I know this is going to sound crazy as I even try to explain this to you, that there was a friend of of hers who had a similar sickness, and that particular friend was healed by an evangelist. No, through God or whatever, evangelist prayed and did a miracle and she was healed. And then that person went on to share her story all over the world, how God had healed her. She wrote books on it. So my Aunt Sue got convinced that that is what God's going to do for her. And so she wouldn't even go to the doctor because she was saying, no, 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 no. There's going to be an evangelist that's going to come on one day. He's going to touch me. He's going to heal me. And I want to be able to travel the world and tell this story. And I remember my mother just saying, Sue, God works with people different ways. And and, no, 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 no. This is the way God's going to do it. This is the way God's going to do it. And do you know that my aunt Sue ended up passing away and just seven blocks were where she lived at Providence Hospital in Portland, Oregon, was known around the world for the cure of what she was facing. People were flying from all over the world to go there. And what she had could have been fixed so easily. But in her mind, she expected God to work a certain way, to do it a certain thing. And she refused to even be open to hear and to even think that God might do something just a little bit different than what you expect. I know there are many of us here that we have faced situations and hardships and and we have prayed that God would work in a certain way and it didn't happen. And friends, I know that's discouraging, But that is a time that we have to believe and understand that God knows what he's doing. And And I love the way Pastor P would always say that he learned in elementary school that God has big shoulders, Yes, we can be mad at God sometimes. Because from our earthly point of view, some things aren't fair. But the thing is, you can't dwell on that. You have to either believe or you don't believe that God has your back. That it would be foolish for us to think that that God wants to just set you up. That he said, you know what, I'm going to set you up, Preethi. I'm going to lift you up and then I'm going to drop you. And I know sometimes it might feel that way. But friends, God has your back. And so my challenge for us today is to simply get to the point where we're able to hear and to listen to his voice. Now, some may say, well, that's, you know, that's impossible. That may be somebody else, but I would never do that. But friends, the truth be told, even one of the greatest Bible heroes found it hard to be able to listen to God's voice. Now, I know we have shared this story before, but I want you to really listen to this. I consider Elijah one of the greatest prophets. But even Elijah had put God in a box and expected God to work a certain way. Let's read this scripture together. It's taken from 1 Kings 19 verse 8 through 13. Let's just read the whole story here. And I'm going to try to read this pastor people if I get mixed up, mixed up. All right, 1 Kings chapter 19 verse 8 through 13. So he got up and ate and drank, strengthened by the food, and he traveled 40 days and 40 nights until he reached Horeb, and that's actually uh, Mount Sinai, the mountain of God. There he went into a cave and spent the night, and the word of the Lord came to him. What are you doing here, Elijah? He replied, I have been very zealous for the Lord God Almighty. The Israelites have rejected your covenant, torn down your altars, put your prophets to death with the sword, and I am only one left, and now they are trying to kill me too. The Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. Now, listen to that part. Stand in the presence of the Lord. The Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? friends god was heard in the quietness now some may say well well Terry that's easy it says that you know he the thunder and all that stuff but friends i'm trying to say this to you that god talks to us in different ways There are other ways where we can read in in, in the book of John how thunder, people heard the thunder and they thought it it was actually God's voice. But what is unique here is that Elijah, after all that he had gone through, and you will understand this, is that what got Elijah in that situation and not able to hear God's voice was that he had dwelt on fear. There are some here today that fear has stopped you from reaching your full potential. And you know what that fear is. If fear could do that to Elijah, don't think that we're too big or too good or we're too close to God that we can't be affected by that. And when this whole Elijah story simply boils down to something very simple, is that Elijah expected God to work a certain way. And if we had more time, we would go into him running from Jezebel and how he ended up in the cave. But when it boiled down to it, the reason he ended up in a cave by himself is that God did not work the way he expected God to work. He let fear make him run from God's will. What is stopping you from being closer to what God wants you to do? And I believe, friends, that one of the biggest problems in our society today is that we don't take time to just be quiet and to listen. In fact, uh, we just came back from a seminar, and there's a quote that I, I, I thought was so funny, is that they have discovered that, the average millennium young person texts 88 times a day, 88 times a day, where they're constantly thinking and doing, and, and friends, we don't even have time for God. That brings us to another point here that I want to share with you. It's this, is what are you tuned into? And I used to say, um, I, I never forget John Conrad, who um, worked for us. John would go to, uh, he would go into our, my, my car and other cars, and John is a general man, was the general manager at WGTS. And as soon as he gets in someone's car, by habit, the first thing he does is he pushes their preset radio. Boom, instantly. And John would always say, you can tell a person, by the presets of their radio. That that is what they're tuned into. And he wouldn't say it as in a judgmental way, good or bad, but he is saying that's just the reality. And I believe that it's that way with us with God. Is that, friends, we have to be tuned into God. This world is crazy right now. Literally crazy. Crazy. And the only protection that we have, the only thing that's going to make a difference, is us tuning in to Jesus. I wish there was another way. I wish I could tell you this form or that, but it boils down to it's that simple of us learning to tune in to Jesus. Now, where I'm from in the Northwest, we have lots of Native American, and I know the term at one time was Indians. But then, you know, in our, up in our way in the Pacific Northwest, there are Native Americans. And the thing about it is that uh, we have tribes. If you come to Portland, I'll take you to a reservation just 15 minutes away from Portland. And just as we may see uh, El Salvadorians here, where I'm from, that's where we see Native Americans. It's just, you know, they're everywhere. They're in the Pacific Northwest. And I heard a story um, um, from a Native American there in Portland that I just want to take a few minutes to share with you. True story that their particular tribe had come across a large amount of money. Except the only thing is they needed to go to New York to go through some paperwork and different things, but the government was giving back this land and their money that was connected to this land. It was all tied in together. And this was the interesting thing. He goes to New York, he meets with the lawyers, everything's fine. And what is interesting is this. As he's walking there near Times Square with his lawyer, and they're just walking along, all of a sudden, he stops and he says this. Man, that has to be a big cricket. And the lawyer, dressed in his fancy three-piece suit and everything, said, Cricket? What are you talking about? He says, no, 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 no. You hear that cricket? Now, you all have to understand. This is Times Square. I was just there two nights ago. Crazy people everywhere. He said, no, 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 no. I hear it. And the lawyer looks at him like he's crazy. Brother, there's no way in the world you're hearing a cricket. And they walk a few feet more. He says, man, that has to be a big cricket. Don't, don't you hear that? And the lawyer thought the guy was crazy by this time. And finally, the guy stops. He walks a few more feet over. He bends down. (laughs) He opens his hands up. And there is a big cricket. And the lawyer was in shock. How in the world... Did this guy hear a cricket in Times Square? And he says, man, what are you, that doesn't mean. And then the wise Native American said this. Watch this. He reached in his pocket and he simply did this. Took out some coins. And when he did that, The lawyer said around 30 people stopped and started looking. They heard the money because that is what they were tuned into. You understand that now? So it boils down to this. What are you tuned into today? There are many of us here in this room. Our problem is that we're not tuned into Jesus. We're tuned into our problems. There is someone here today that's tuned into their marriage. All they can think about is how bad their marriage is. It is so bad, so that's all that they see around them. There are other people who are tuned into their problems. Where they've gotten to the point where that's all that they see. They don't see any good around them. All they hear, all they constantly hear is problems. Oh, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, that's. look what they're doing up there. Look, Look, problem, problem, problem. There are some who are tuned into their negative finances, where you've gotten to the point where that's all you think about. You can't even hear the voice of God right now, because all you're thinking about, my finances, oh goodness, it's so bad, it's so bad, it's so bad, it's so bad. There are others who are tuned into their bad relationships. Or you can't even recognize something good that's near you because you're so tuned into the negative relationships that you've been a part of. Friends, I want to say to you today that God has a plan for your life. God wants you to tune in to him. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what the problem is that you're facing. But I can tell you this, is that the only thing that can make a difference to any of us is simply us asking Jesus to be our number one preset on our lives. So that when you have a problem, All you have to do is push that number one button, and it's Jesus. Don't you know that Jesus is there just waiting for you? He looks at us and says, you know, they are so busy texting, they're so busy, and I'm not saying any of that stuff is wrong, but what I am saying is that anything that you have started to put in front of God that you can't even hear his voice, where you find yourself in a cave right now and just wondering, how in the world did this happen? And the good news is that God does not leave us there. That, friends, I believe that that same God that came by Elijah Elijah heard his voice is the same God that wants to walk by your cave right now. I've asked Pete to have a special song for us. And after this song, I'm just going to have a quick special prayer. Pete, would you lead us out in that?
0: Be still and know that He is God. Be still and know that He is holy. Be still, O restless soul of mine. Bow before the Prince of Peace. Let the noise and clamor cease. Be still Be still and know that He is God Be still and know that He is faithful Consider all that He has done Stand in awe and be amazed I know that He will never change Be still Be still And know that He is God Be still and know that he is God, love, be still, and know that he is God, be still, and be speechless, be still, and know that he is God. Be still and know He is our Father. Come rest your head upon His breast and listen to the rhythm of His unfailing heart of love, beating for His little ones, calling each of us to come to be still be still love be still
1: Pete I'm going to ask to just remember that tune and don't finish up quite yet for me but friends God wants us to learn to be still and yes he may not work in the thunder and in the earthquake and fire like you expected but God still has a plan Don't get so distracted where you're just so expecting him to work a certain way and he's going to heal a certain thing. He's going to do it a certain way. Don't put him in that box, friends. He is so much bigger. And there is a time where we just simply need to be still. And in that stillness, is where you will hear him. I want to end with a pledge that I want you to consider. And it's simply entitled Five Minutes More. And this is a way that you can start getting back in tune with God in the busyness and the chaos of this world. And it's simply this, five minutes more. What I want to challenge you to do, that if you are already praying, you're, already, you're faithful, you pray in the evening, morning, or whenever you pray, what I want you to do is to add five minutes to that prayer time. So if you're praying zero right now, and just be honest, God knows start off by just adding five minutes to that. So you're praying now for five minutes. If you're praying for 10 minutes right now, add five to that and you're praying for 15 minutes. And once again, we're talking how to learn to hear God's voice. And then I want to challenge you to do this now. Add five minutes to your prayers and add five minutes to just listening to God. So if you're not taking any time right now to listen to God, you're, you're rushing off to school, you're rushing off to work, you're doing whatever, take five minutes. Just five minutes of just stopping and sitting down. Don't answer your phone, turn it off, whatever you have to do. But just take five minutes where you can listen to God's voice. And if you're already doing that, you're doing it now for 15 minutes, add five to it and you're doing it for 20 minutes. But I want you to add five minutes. And I just want to pray for you. Because friends, I'm here to tell you, you're going to be shocked. Starting off with just five minutes, you're going to start hearing God like you have not heard him before. I promise you that and I'm going to ask Pete if he could just sing that chorus again and if it's your desire and this is not for everybody and I honestly mean that but there are some of us who know what I'm talking about that that we are just in a place where we need to hear God's voice we need God to step in our finances are out of control our relationships are over here everything is just mixed up and God, and I'm just here to tell y'all, you, you have to understand, the devil will try to think, make you think it's going to get better. It's not going to get better without Jesus. I'm just here to tell you. It's like, it was so funny, I went to this uh, uh, this, this diet program thing. And one of the things they told us is that, that many times you think that you're going to get on that scale and all of a sudden... You're going to have lost 10 pounds, but you're still eating the same way you eat. You still do everything. I'm so guilty of that. I'll go and get on the scale and shocked that it's still the same thing. But when I really think about it, I haven't did anything differently. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh man, I can't believe this. So next week, I'm going to get better. And so maybe I'll do one thing that day and I'll say, all right, and I get on the scale and I'm shocked because it's still the same thing. And friends, spiritually, that's what happens to us. If you are not doing anything different, don't think all of a sudden you're going to wake up a spiritual person when you have problems. Mm. It's not going to happen. You're fooling yourself like me fooling myself on that scale. If I'm not exercising, if I'm not eating less, I am not going to lose no weight. It's that simple. And if you are not praying, if you are not taking time to listen to God... Don't fool yourself to think that when you have a major problem, all of a sudden you're going to be, praise God, it's all going to work out. No. You got to do that now. And it's just between you and the Lord. And I know that God can fix people who are listening by podcast. He can just know all sorts of things. But for those of us that are here, that we know in our hearts that we are not taking time to just listen to God's voice. We're not taking time to just pray with Him. Not even five minutes we don't even do it. But we're saying that the past is behind us and we're going to start today by saying, Lord, I'm going to do five minutes more of what I'm doing. And if that is your desire, as Pastor Pete Sings for us one more time. I'm going to invite you to come forward. And just between you and the Lord, no one else. Pastor Pete, lead us.
0: Be still and know that He is God. Be still and know that He is faithful. Because change. So be still. Be still.
1: Friends, as we said in the very beginning, you did not come to this place by accident. that you're here for a reason and for a purpose. And I prayed for y'all earlier this week that there will be some of us here that would relate because I'm preaching to myself, trust me. I wish I could tell you I'm preaching from a mountain looking down at you. <laughs> but I'm in the valley looking up because I know that I'm not taking that time to connect with God. And, friends, I'm just here to tell you, Lord knows I've been there. When I've been stretched out in a hospital for 17 days, if you have not taken that time to hear God's voice, you are not going to do it then. Friends, take time to be still now. And you remember, five minutes more of whatever you're doing. Let's pray. Dear Lord, first of all, we pray for everyone who's in this room right now. Lord, you know the busyness of our lives. We can't hear the crickets. We can't hear anything around us. Because we've gotten to the point where we're focusing so much on one thing, dear Lord, that we can't hear your voice. But Lord, there are some of us who have come forward tonight, including myself, to say that I have to do better than what I'm doing. Because Lord, I want to hear your voice. I want to be able to recognize all the other blessings that are around me. And so Lord, I just pray in a special way for those who have come forward, dear Jesus. Lord, give them the strength to be able to do that five minute more. They can do it, dear Lord, through you. Five minutes of just praying. Five minutes then of listening. And so Lord, I just pray once again for my brothers and sisters here. Touch them, dear Jesus. Lord, you're going to do some awesome things in this place. And we give you all the praise and all the glory. In
0: your name we pray. Let everyone say, Amen. Amen. Wherever life's journey is taking you, we hope you can find a home at Gateway Fellowship, a ministry of WGTS 91.9. We'd love for you to visit us sometime. Services happen each Saturday evening at 6. You can learn more about us and get more podcasts at mygatewayfellowship.com.